everybody, and welcome to the College Info Geek Podcast special episode, as you can probably tell from the audio quality. I'm actually recording this in my uh, car while I'm taking a drive somewhere on my iPhone. And um, this week I'm going to New York City to meet with my co-host from Listen Money Matters, Andrew, and we'll be doing some cool stuff, uh, hanging out. And um, I wanted to bring you just sort of like a special behind-the-scenes episode on this show, kind of as a way for me to get something out quickly while I prepare for that trip. So I thought I'd do kind of like a day-in-the-life episode, like what's it like to be me and do the work I do. I've gotten questions on that before. And uh, maybe it's not, you know, specifically related to college, but maybe you're kind of interested in the the type of work that somebody like me who owns a business like I do does. So that's what I'm going to do in this episode. Uh, as always, you can find the show notes for this episode with anything that I happen to mention in the future in the next like 20 or 30 minutes or so over at CIGpodcast.com. And you will find the episode 53 link, I believe. Uh, on that page where you can find links to subscribe to the show, leave a review if you want to be awesome like that, um, find links of anything I, I link to, and also you'll be able to uh, find links to get a free copy of my book, 10 Steps to Earning Awesome Grades While Studying Less, and uh, a lot of people are giving me good feedback on the book, so if you want it, it's free. You can get it by going over to that site, and you'll be able to easily find it. So let's just kind of get started. Um, what's like a day in the life of me like? Well, a few months ago, maybe I think it's getting closer to like five or six months ago, I got really serious about schedules and building habits and routines into my life. So um, my, my kind of daily schedule has really solidified into something a lot more concrete in the past uh, five or six months, like I said. And the thing about my job is that it has evolved a lot over time and no day is really the same. So I can't like definitively tell you that I get up every single day and do X, Y, and Z. Like I don't write an article every single day. I don't make a video every single day. There's always different uh, content creation or business administration work or recording to do. And that stuff changes. So I'll try to touch on those things, but there are definitely some constants and let's start with the morning routine. So, um, I get up at 5:50 AM every single morning. And the way that I do this, you may have heard is I use a kind of odd, uh, threat of punishment alarm system where I use a tweet scheduler called buffer to set a tweet to go out at 610 every single morning. And it will say, Hey, I'm still asleep. I'm lazy. Uh, if you reply, if you reply to this tweet, then you're going to get $5 via PayPal limit of five. And if my alarm like malfunctioned or something, I reserved the right to say no. But, um, essentially this makes me get out of bed because I have to get up. I have to walk over from where I sleep to my computer, turn it on, uh, get everything started up, get my browser up and then set the tweet to the next day instead of today. And if it goes out, I'm going to have to pay, uh, $25. I also have this set to uh, be watched by an app called Beeminder, which lets you pledge money to track goals. And I have a little, uh, table of data tracking, Basically, I want it to never see that that tweet has gone out. And if it does see even once, then it will make the goal fail and I will automatically be charged a certain amount of money. Uh, and with Beeminder, the more times you fail, the more expensive it gets. So I've never failed via Beeminder. Luckily, I have failed a couple of times, not with getting up. I've always gotten up due to the system, but there have been a couple of times where I've gotten up gotten distracted with something else and forgot to set the tweet actually. So then I see the tweet go up 
and luckily I was able to delete it fast enough that Beaminder wouldn't see it, but enough people saw that it has costed me about $10 total um, since I started using it. But I've been using it for over six months, probably closer to eight months now, and it's gotten me up 100% of the time. And it's really enabled me to get a lot more done because now I have this sort of time in the morning before I can, uh, before I get into my real work where I can do some morning routine-esque things. So let's go through the uh, morning routine. So when I get up, I go into my apartment and before I unschedule the tweet, I actually do a couple of things. I, I drink a glass of water and I brush my teeth and I take my vitamins. And the reason I do these before is because I want to wake myself up fully. I want to reduce any risk of turning off the tweet and then feeling so tired that I want to go back to bed. So I drink a glass of water, which I think is the most important thing that really wakes me up. And then once I've like rescheduled my tweet the next day, I'm totally awake, totally ready to go. So then we do the next parts of the morning routine and I've learned a valuable lesson here. Beforehand, I would reschedule the tweet and then I was on my computer and I would start doing a few things that are on the computer as part of my routine. And I started realizing that because of that, I would put off the next steps of the routine and start checking stats and email and all sorts of unproductive things. So now, the moment I reschedule my tweet, I get off my computer and I go do the next parts, which are three minutes of meditation. And I don't actually use any guided meditation apps like Headspace or uh, or Clear or what is it, Calm.com. There's a couple of those you can use, but I honestly, I sit and on my floor and I just try to clear my mind. And I do what Tony talked about back in the episode on meditation. Um, not sure where the number is, but I'll have it linked in the show notes. But he talked about just, just trying to clear your mind and focus on your breathing or focus on one specific thing and, and just seeing how long you can do that. So I really try to hold my focus on my breath for three minutes. And you, know, you wouldn't think three minutes of meditation really do much, but I've, I've noticed that my mental focus on work tasks has actually increased since doing this. So I keep doing it. And then, uh, right after the three minutes of meditation, I do the seven minute workout, which if you watched my video on, uh, exercising in college, I talked about that. There's iPhone app. It's uh, I think it's just called seven minute workout. It's free. And, uh, I just have it on my phone. I put it on my desk and it guides me through this seven minute, 12 exercise body weight workout. It's like, uh, jumping jacks, wall sits, push-ups, crunches, stepping up onto a chair, squats. Um, it was having me do tricep dips on a chair, but for whatever reason, my chair was hurting my wrist. So I just changed that to one-legged stands. And now I can stand on one leg for quite a long time since I've been doing it every morning. So I finished that, all 12 exercises. And then once that's done, uh, I go into the, the a few computer-based parts of my morning routine. And those are number one, check the Habit RPG Guild to basically, I just go in there and this is twice a day, but this is the first one. I go in there in the morning and I see what new messages there are. And if there's something like somebody has a question or something I can answer quickly, then I will pop off the answer. Or if there's somebody new, I'll try to like provide some encouragement, provide a reply. It's actually getting kind of hard because the guild now has over 300 members in it, which is insane. And uh, by the way, if you want to join, it's collegeinfogeek.com slash guild, where you can start building these habits. And I track this entire morning routine in Habit RPG, and it's actually one of the ways that I stay motivated to do it. So definitely, if you want to build the habits in a routine like this, check it out. And the guild is a great place where you can talk with me and lots of other ambitious students who are also building habits. But yeah, I get in there every single morning and I build these, or I you know, build connections with people and answer questions. And then um, the next part is I check my calendar. And this is on Habit RPG. It says check your calendar. And the reason it's there is in, in college, 
I would check my calendar every single day because I had a really varied schedule with a lot of obligations and I had to check my calendar. You know, I had classes in different buildings and work schedules. Um, when I worked in IT, my work schedule was actually different every week because they just had it like this board of hours and you could claim what you wanted. So my schedule ended up being uh, very different every single week based on what my you know obligations were and what friends were doing and plans like that. But then I graduated and the scheduled commitments really kind of diminished. You know, a lot of my time, most of my time is now at home, uh, just kind of going through the process of building things and doing things that I've scheduled for myself. But there's not like a whole lot of be at this place at this time, go to this meeting, you know, meet this person for coffee, that kind of thing. It doesn't happen as much anymore. And as a result, for a while, I got out of the habit of checking my calendar. And I noticed a couple of times when I had a couple of close calls where I actually was supposed to meet somebody or go do something and I almost forgot. And uh, the only thing that saved me was this app on my phone called Sunrise Calendar giving me a reminder 15 minutes before, but I didn't want that. So when I started using Habit RPG and building my morning routine into it, I made sure to have check the calendar on there. And then the third thing is to create my daily plan. Now, this is uh, something I talked about in my latest video, or my, not my latest video, sorry, uh, second to latest video as I record this, which was my three-tier task planning system. And uh, if you watch that, you'll know that I have like tier one, which Google Calendar is one of those apps, along with Todoist. Anything where I use quick capture to quickly capture tasks and events and ideas and get them into my system, that's tier one. Tier two is my weekly plan, which I create on Sunday, and that's in a notebook. So then tier three comes into play uh, at this time in the morning. And it's getting probably around 6.30 at this point where I will look at my calendar and I'll look at the weekly plan I have in the notebook and I will decide what I want to get done on that day and what I need to get done on that day. And I'll write those things on my whiteboard. I will try to write them in order and then I will try to estimate the times at which I will get them done. Now, this isn't always perfect, and I can tell you right now, um, I estimated that I would have this podcast recorded by 9.15 a.m. It's now 11 because I had a surprise Skype call with somebody really cool, and we ended up talking for almost an hour and a half. So, you know, things can pop up, and the the schedule isn't always perfectly followed, but I try to make it as specific as possible because I don't have a boss, you know. And I think even when you do have a boss, the more specific you can be in your own planning, the more productive you'll be. So I try to make that specific plan. So I've got the plan for the day. I have a couple more things that I do before I actually get into the plan. Number one, I make breakfast. Um, Sometimes I'll go to the coffee shop and eat breakfast there, but that's kind of expensive. So I try to cook at home as much as I potentially or possibly can. And uh, when I eat breakfast, I usually make like eggs and toast or like a breakfast burrito or something like that with cooked spinach in the microwave, which by the way, if you take frozen spinach, Throw in the bowl with some olive oil, salt, and roasted garlic. Microwave for four minutes. It's delicious. So it's definitely like a breakfast staple for me. Um, And I'll typically watch like Crash Course on YouTube, uh, maybe two episodes while while I eat. So it's kind of cool because while I cook, I'll listen to podcasts. And I've been really into hardcore history right now. I just finished the World War I episode. uh, And then I'm finishing the Great American Peril one right now. And I'm learning all this history, and then I'm going straight to Crash Course while I eat. And I finished World History 1 and 2, both courses, and now I'm in U.S. history for that. So it's like a bunch of education while I get a bunch of other things done in the morning, which is really nice. So I drink my coffee, watch a couple episodes of Crash Course, 
eat my food, and then I'll read, which I have just beefed up my reading goal. Before, uh, it was just 15 minutes a day, and I would find myself a little distracted sometimes, not really getting that many pages read. So I have now switched that over to a goal of finishing a book every two weeks, assuming the book is like 300-ish pages. So that breaks down to about 15 pages a day of reading, plus I want to have one day per week where I put in a lot of pages, like a big reading session. So I do my 15 pages of reading, much better. I'm, it's much better than five, I think. I'm going to learn a lot more from that. And then the last thing I do is go for a walk. And it doesn't have to be a long walk, depending on how busy my schedule is. It might just be going out to check the mail, but sometimes um, I'll plug in my podcast and go for a mile, mile and a half walk outside. And that really just kind of gets me primed and energetic for the day and also signals the end of the morning routine. So at that point, I'm ready to get into work. So now I've got my daily plan. I know exactly what I should be doing and I do it. Um, so let's see, what, what am I supposed to do today? I guess I can just take you through today's schedule. So this week, as I said, I'm going to New York on Thursday and I want to get a blog post and a podcast and a video out, which I'll be honest, you probably have noticed this if you're you know, a follower of everything I do. I had said that I wanted to do blog posts, podcasts, and videos every single week. And for a while I did that. What I learned is it's very, very hard to keep that up. It wouldn't be hard if I was just doing like lightly edited vlog style videos where I only talked, but I don't do that. You know, I try to, oops, that was very noisy. Sorry about that. Train tracks. <laughs> um, I don't like to do that with my videos because the, the people I watch on YouTube are people like Crash Course. I watch gaming people like John Tron and Satchbag, who I had on episode 50, and um, Catacarus and Brutal Moose, people like that. They put a lot of effort into their videos and they put a lot of jokes and extra references and graphics that come up and sound effects. And I love that. It's what keeps me engaged with their videos. So I wanted to bring that into the content that I create. Unfortunately, the, you know, the necessary thing that comes along with that is a big time investment. So I've learned that it's really tough for me to do an article every week along with the podcast and the videos. Um, I'm going to, in the future, I'm going to start trying to batch filming and batch research. If I can do that, then I may be able to actually, you know, film a couple three videos at a time, edit them in bulk. And once, you know, once I get into like a, a routine with that, I may find extra time, um, just based on like the gains I get from economies of scale and efficiency to write more. That would be amazing. But I, you know, I don't want to push myself too hard and I really want to do a, a video on burnout soon. Um, I'm, I'm kind of like flirting with that right now. I've, I've noticed that I need to relax more. So that's why you see podcasts and videos very consistently, but not as many articles these days. And I also want to make another announcement. You'll see this on Tuesday. Uh, Ransom, who has written a couple of guest posts on the site. Actually, I think he's written like four guest posts at this point. I decided to bring him on as a regular writer. So he is an English major. I believe he's a sophomore now. And he'll be writing some you know articles maybe two times a month, I want to say. From a student perspective, he does great work, and I'm really excited to bring on somebody who can write from like the in the trenches perspective of being a student, while I have the uh, the position where I can be the person who graduated, who has a lot more perspective of you know the post grad life, and who has time to do all this research on habits and stuff like that. So I think we're gonna make a, a good team back and forth on that. But yeah, I think I was talking about what I was doing today. So um, this week I wanted to get a podcast, blog post, and video out. Ransom wrote the blog post, so I just have to edit that. 
Uh, and in the podcast, I decided to make this special episode. So I'm in my car right now, driving around Ames. I think I'm passing the old Walmart right now. And recording this, I will get home and I will edit it up, get it on the site as quickly as possible. And then the next thing I have to do is research for this week's video, which I'm going to do a video about speed reading. And hopefully if you've heard all the hype about speed reading and maybe some of the the detractors of it, I'm going to attempt to provide a more balanced look at it and sort of like quell a lot of the myths about speed reading and maybe give you some tips on how you can uh, quote unquote utilize the speed reading that actually works. Um, So look forward to that on Thursday. But I've got to research for that, build my outline, and I also need to build the set. So I need to basically put up all my lights and and put the board games up on the wall and turn on everything and then focus the camera and then film the video, which often takes longer than I want it to because, believe it or not, I'm not always perfectly articulate when I film videos. There's something about standing in front of lights and a camera and being in a hot room that can make you choke. So uh, a lot of times I'll stand there and have to do lines over and over again until I get them right. So that may maybe take like 25 to half minutes to half an hour, depending. Uh, it definitely is nice when I can get it lower than that because 25 min- uh, minutes of footage is a lot to edit through. But I'll get that. And then I do something called prelim edits or what I call prelim edits. And preliminary edits are uh, chopping up the footage to essentially come up with a tightly edited, fast-paced vlog-style video with, with no graphics or sound effects or transitions yet, just, just me talking with all the extraneous crap cut out. So I get that done, I color correct the footage, and I sync up the audio, and that's what I call preliminary edits. Oh, and I also I developed the end card as well. Um, then what I, what I often do is I like to create the graphics associated with the video, I like to write the blog post, I like to write that week's newsletter, Uh, I like to do that all before I do the rest of the edits. So I get that done, and the graphics involve the thumbnail, then the featured image, there's a Facebook specific size version of the thumbnail for sharing, and then I make a pin for Pinterest, sometimes with like extra tips on there or something, and those are done. Then I write the uh, blog post for the video, which includes like the links and the show notes and everything. And uh, then I make the newsletter, which I've tried to cut down on the length of the newsletter. I want to make it just very snappy these days. Just kind of gets you a gist of what the video is, what the podcast is. And if there's a blog post, there's that. And then I get you a study music recommendation, which is always fun. Um, And once that's done, honestly, that part will probably take the whole day. So then another day in the week typically Wednesday will be my hardcore editing day. And that's the time when I'll put a lot of hours into the video. Uh, It's when I'll develop ideas for B-roll and B-roll is basically anything that's not the typical, like the first track of me talking on camera. It could be basically like graphics, could be extra music, could be extra footage. If I need to shoot like a picture of me or like a video of me doing something on my iPhone or outside or a joke or something, that's all B-roll. So I will watch the video and come up with the ideas. I'll write them all down on a, on a list. And then I have to make them all in Photoshop unless they're videos or after effects and then bring them all in and actually place them and everything. And that takes a long time. So, uh, that'll probably all be done Wednesday of this week. So today I will hopefully get the podcast done. I'll get ransoms post edited and ready to go for tomorrow. And then I'll get all from building the set and researching up to preliminary edits and graphics done today which would be awesome. That'll probably put me closer to six o'clock. Um, my estimates said I would be done maybe like 5.30. I'm thinking if I can really 
you know, pump the gas and, and do, be efficient. I might get done at six today because I had an hour and a half conversation with somebody on Skype that was not planned for. But uh, I've been really trying hard to be done around six. One, because I want to go to the gym with my girlfriend more often. Um, I've been doing the seven minute workout. We've been going to play DDR a lot, but we hadn't been in the gym for a few months as much as we wanted to be because of winter and busyness and all sorts of dumb excuses that are just excuses. <laughs> so uh, I'm, I'm making a commitment to be done with work at a certain time each night when she's able to get back from class. Tuesday and, th- and Thursdays, she has late classes and it's tough for us to both do things together. But Monday, Wednesday, Friday, she's got time. So I want to make time as well. And I've realized that working all the time is not healthy. So I try to be done around six. Um, then we'll, we'll go work out. We'll come home, make dinner, and typically we'll, you know, it, it being winter right now, there's not a whole lot of fun stuff to do outside, so winter is definitely more uh, packed with video games and TV shows, and right now I'm playing a game called The Talos Principle, which is amazing. It's like Portal with a bunch of, like, existential AI theory kind of stuff thrown in. Uh, if you like Portal, I think you'll like it a lot, so definitely check it out if you have, like, Steam or anything. I'm enjoying it immensely. I might play a little bit of that or maybe watch episode of House of Cards or something and then um, go to bed. And honestly, I have a few other habits I do, which I guess I can describe those. Um, let's see here. What do I do? Uh, journaling. So, oh, I have, so I have a habit called write 500 words a day. And this habit evolved from my book writing habit. When I was writing 10 Steps to Earning Awesome Grades, which uh, collegeinfogate.com slash book, if you're curious. Uh, when I was writing that, I basically set a habit in Habit RPG to write 500 words a day for the book. And that had to be for the book. So if I had to write an article or something else, then it would be in addition to that. Um, and that resulted in a lot of late nights of trying to get my 500 on the book written. But once I finished the book, I didn't want to lose the habit of writing every day, especially since I knew um, that I was putting more emphasis on the podcasts and the videos. I wanted to keep my writing habit up so writing would be easier to get back into when I take the next book project on. So I kept the write 500 words a day habit, but now it is for anything, you know, that's professional. So like if I... If I happen to like type 500 words of IMs to somebody on Skype, I don't count that. But uh, between journaling, which I have another habit, says journal at least 100 words. So if I can journal 100 words, I typically will journal more. Uh, between that and articles I write, newsletters, outlines, research, if I can get 500 words written in a day, I'm happy and I check that off. Um, there's also drink 32 ounces of water, which I know isn't actually a ton, but... I also drink about 12 when I wake up, so it gets me, you know, up to 44. And then if I drink more, I have like an extra habit and habit RPG to give myself a reward for being extra hydrated. But the way my dailies are structured, I get at least 44 ounces in addition to any coffee and like beer and things I drink. So I think I'm well hydrated, um, certainly more than I would be if I wasn't being deliberate about it because it's. Uh, it's, it's hard to remember to drink water when you don't work in a very physically demanding job. And I, I think about that a lot. Like my job is not physically demanding and it's kind of uh, unfortunate because when I was a student, I had to walk between you know lots of classes and rush all over the place. And now it's like the only time I need to leave is if I consciously decide to leave to go to a coffee shop or if I have like a, the rare meeting or something. Otherwise, most of my time is spent in my room. You know, most of my work can be done from my computer um, it's funny, like I, I, 
eventually got to the point with this business where I was like, I would love to make it full time because I could work from anywhere. It's like location independent. That's so awesome. I can write from anywhere. But now that I podcast and make videos every week, it's actually harder to do that. Like, I guess I could invest in the equipment to shoot on location wherever I might be, but I would need someone to shoot for me or like I would need to accept a lower standard of quality on the videos, especially since my, my computer that I travel with, a MacBook Air, is not really a powerhouse when it comes to video making. Uh, but yeah, so it, it kind of like bounds me to my house more often unless I really put in the effort to travel and keep up what I do, which is tough. Uh, luckily, I'm okay with it though. I, I've come to terms with the fact that I don't really need to or necessarily want to be traveling all the time. Like it was kind of, I think it was a fantasy that I had as a student to be like full-time traveler, like Benny Lewis and uh, Steve Cam and some of these people I've interviewed in the past. And now I realize like, I like having a home base and I really like being around my friends. Like I've considered my friends, like part of my family and being away from them, uh, from them for too long is not actually that cool for me. So, um, occasional travel is better. I'm going to New York in three days and I'll be there for almost a week. That'll be cool. And then in May, Anna and I are going to take a three week trip to Japan. I know there's some conferences coming up this summer. It's going to be pretty hectic, but I will still be home a good amount of the time. And I, I like that. I really value that actually. So, um, I'm, I'm glad that I do that. So let's see, is there anything else left in a typical day for Tom? Mm. Oh, a lot of stressing out about the email inbox. It's really tough now. Like the business is growing and, you know, I'm a fan of this like whole idea that you shouldn't be thinking too much about how to like scale uh, your interactions with people. Like I still want to be really accessible to people, but it's, it gets harder and harder like every day that it grows because, you know, I'll, I'll just be open about it. Um, the email list grows by like, 100 to 150 people a day almost 200 people a day are subscribing to YouTube and the podcast is growing, which is all awesome. Like I've been running this thing for four and a half, almost five years now. So it's super cool to see this kind of like this kind of growth at, like at this point, you know, it's, it's been a long time and now I'm seeing real results, but I still want to be the kind of person who can reply to an individual email. It's just very tough when within like the span of a few days, there are now like 75 emails in the inbox and none of them are trash because I get rid of all the trash in the morning. It's all questions or, or business offers or people wanting things. And I'm just like, I want to help. But at the same time, like there's almost, there's only so much time to email or answer emails while you're also making podcasts and videos and blog posts and trying to have a normal life and like not have your girlfriend hate you for being gone all the time, <laughs> have your friends, you know? So it's tough. I've had to really come to terms with uh, sending people resources rather than recording or, or writing big individual responses. Like I used to write people, basically, I would write people like five paragraph responses to emails and it just is no longer feasible whatsoever. And let's pass this bus. Yes. Okay. Um, so yeah, if, if you get an email from me that's shorter, that's why. It, by necessity it is. But as uh, on the flip side since I'm getting so many questions and so many responses and feedback that gives me more clarity on what I should make because if I'm seeing more people email me with a certain problem, then I can go, okay, that's, you know, I need to make that because a lot of people have that problem. So that's great. Um, unfortunately it just, it just means I have, unfortunately have to scale at some point. 
I'm still able to respond, but I can't respond as in-depth as, as I used to, and I have to manage my own stress, which stress management will be a topic coming in the future because that is one of those very often emailed topics and I, or questions I get. So that'll be coming. Um, yeah, so the last thing that I do in a day after I journal, um, I used to take a cold shower. I had a, had a goal in Habit RPG to take a cold shower every day. And wow, that guy had a really loud truck thing. Anyway, um, I did it for 58 days. And after 58 days, I, I had wanted to do 100. I started realizing, I think I had built up enough mental toughness from doing 58 days of cold showers. Like, I, I don't have problems getting into uncomfortable tasks anymore or getting past the I don't feel like it thing. And the other thing about cold showers, they used to feel amazing, but after 58 days, it just kind of got to the point where like the dry air here in Iowa and the cold water was just making it more uncomfortable than it needed to be. So I'm back to warm showers, take my shower. And the last thing I have is a goal called clear to neutral. Now this is actually really important for me because uh, clear to neutral is basically just reset the workspace. Um, for me, that means closing all tabs on my browser I have to actually close them. So if there's something that I want to save, I need to save it in uh, Pinboard or Evernote or somewhere. And close it all down. Close all the apps. Turn off my computer and and then um, clean up my desk. Now, before I did this, I would just turn my computer monitors off at night and leave the computer on because I wasn't willing to let a lot of the stuff in the tabs go. And then I would wake up every morning and immediately get distracted by what's on the computer screen. There's like 10,000 tabs still open and all this research, cool stuff that I want to you know, dig into. But that doesn't work. In the morning, you need a routine. You need like a specific thing you're supposed to do so you can actually you know, push yourself into your work. And if you wake up and immediately try to go in 5,000 different directions because you have 10,000 tabs open, nothing good happens. So I realized I needed a clear to neutral habit. Since I have been clearing to neutral, I have been so much more successful with doing my, my morning routine because there's nothing to distract me anymore. Like I could choose to open Gmail and stuff. And I still, I still sort of struggle with that sometimes uh, a, a huge temptation to open my email uh, right in the morning, which is why I said I go straight into the meditation instead of the computer habits after I uh, reset my buffer alarm. Um, but yeah, now that the tabs aren't there, it's a lot of the problem is gone. So yeah, I guess that's kind of a day in the life uh, for me. Another reason I did this is because we just passed 10,000 subscribers on the YouTube channel, which is freaking awesome. If you're if you're uh, watching the videos or you found me through the YouTube channel, thanks so much for sticking around and listening to this. And I'm really glad that you're enjoying what I've been putting up there. But yeah, we just hit 10,000. And I did say back on the 5,000 subscriber bonus video, which was my room tour, that for 10,000, I would do a video on my video shooting process. So I think I'm going to split it. Um, I'll do like... This video will be on my shooting process, how I set everything up, and I'll show you all that. And then maybe for like 20, 25,000, we'll do like how I edit and that process and all that kind of cool stuff based on what people want to see. My philosophy with bonus videos is that they need, like, they can be things that don't necessarily fit on the channel. Like, it wouldn't make sense if I just posted a College of Geek video on how I make videos. That doesn't make sense. But if it's like, a cool, fun little bonus thing in addition to that week's video because people want to see it, then that's awesome and I'm happy to provide it. Um, and I am back home, so I think I'm going to start wrapping up. But yeah, so I, I wanted to do this just to kind of show you a day in the life. Um, 
the actual content of the work changes based on what I need to do. So today I'm shooting video and creating podcasts. Tomorrow, um, most of the day will actually be taken up with recording Listen Money Matters episodes with Andrew. So, and if you don't listen to Listen Money Matters and you want to learn how to manage your money better, um, I know I talk about money here on College Info Geek and it's one of my focuses, but that's where the majority of any money related content that I create goes. So if you want like a podcast where it's basically like, it feels like two guys in a bar having fun, but you get educated at the same time. And if that sounds cool to you and you're okay with a tad bit more profanity than you get on this podcast, then check it out. Um, we have a lot of fun and we try to teach good stuff about money. So listen, money matters.com is where you'll find that. But yeah, so that'll be tomorrow. Wednesday will be uh, probably the big editing day. And then I've got one episode of a podcast or somebody's interviewing me for their podcast. And then the rest of the day will probably be packing. And then I'm headed off to New York for the rest of the week and part of next week, which uh, there, there may be a video next week. Um, if there is, it will be shot on my iPhone in New York somewhere. So <laughs> if I could come up with a good concept and have time to do it, then there will be a video next week. But uh, there will be a podcast next week, though. There will be because I do have an interview ready to go for next Monday. But yeah, so hopefully you guys enjoyed this sort of behind the scenes look. Um, I'm going to try to doctor this audio quality from the iPhone microphone as best I can. But I'm glad that you guys were, if you're listening to this, I'm glad that you were able to deal with the drop in quality. I know I'm, I'm a stickler for it and maybe you guys don't care that much. Um, but we'll be, we'll be back to the next, the good microphone next week. So <laughs> if uh, any of you were worried about that, this is temporary and I'm in my car. So there's probably a bunch of weird background noise as well. Oh, well. But yeah, so hey, show notes for this episode. If I can remember what I talked about, like links and apps and stuff, you'll find them over at CIGpodcast.com and uh, click over to the episode 53 link and you'll find that good stuff. Otherwise, hey, if you enjoy the podcast, you can always leave a review on iTunes. It definitely helps me get the podcast bumped up in the rankings, puts a huge smile on my face every morning. So uh, over in the show notes, you'll find a link to subscribe to the show and that page will also give you instructions on how to review it. That's awesome. If you've got questions, I'm Thomas at collegeinfogeek.com. You can email me with questions or feedback that you have, ideas, any cool stuff like that. And uh, until next week, stay cute. Thanks for listening to the College Info Geek Podcast. Grow your brain even more at www.collegeinfogeek.com.